Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for the bigger picture. Singapore's third quarter GDP figures out this morning. How did we do, Ryan? Hey, so Singapore's economy grew 7.1% in the third quarter compared with a year ago. So better than the official advance estimate of 6.5% that was projected last month. And MTI also slightly more optimistic with its official full-year estimates, forecasting growth to come in at around 7%. Previously, it was expecting to come in um, between 6 and 7% for 2021. To get a bigger picture, we are chatting with Yun Liu. She is the ASEAN Economist at HSBC. Morning, Yun. How are you doing today? Hi, good. Good morning, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Hey, glad to have you on. Now, I'm going to get help to break down the numbers, but first, give me an overview. How did it align with your expectations? I think you were projecting 6.2%. So this really was above where, and beyond that. Yeah, sure. I mean, clearly today's, you know, between big market expectations and also the 3Q advanced GDP data, um, I mean, we saw a small upside surprise you know, headline uh, year-over-year growth is over 7%. I mean, it looked really rosy, but I guess, you know, a better way to look at it, um, especially a quarter GDP performance, is through sequential growth, uh, which is, you know, growth on a quarter-over-quarter basis. And Singapore uh, this morning, I mean, the print was even stronger than expected. Yeah, I believe it came through at around uh, one plus percent for quarter on quarter. That is exactly. a reversal of the contraction that we saw in Q2. So let's dive into the key components of these the various sectors. And of course, the main ones are services, manufacturing, construction. And looking at yep. some of the commentary coming through, it seems like there have been a few factors that are quite familiar weighing on it. Travel, domestic restrictions, weighing on aviation and tourism. Right. Um, the chip sector, the electronics doing well. Walk us through what you can expect from the coming quarters if you look at the commentary. Yeah, sure. I mean, so I think, you know, for if we look at breakdown, really, it's pretty much in line with uh, sort of what we have expecting. You know, manufacturing uh, was pretty much in line with uh, the, the events data. It has been quite resilient um, and largely thanks to, um, you know, semiconductor. Semi really has been on fire because of, you know, this ongoing global demand for, for chips. Mm. But I think this momentum in manufacturing is going gonna, is gonna to be carried out um, in the quarters forward. And really, I mean, what we saw from uh, today's print was this small upset surprise came from services, you know, finance, insurance, real estate was performing quite well. But really, this consumer-facing services was still hampered by restrictions. Um, and in the fourth quarter, you know, given um, the two months of, uh, of restrictions under the stabilization phase, we're probably going to see a little bit more uh, sort of, you know, strike down um, uh, of this slow recovery um, in consumer-facing services. But I think overall for Singapore, you know, all signs are pointing to a pretty rosy picture um, in the fourth quarter and also in 2022 as Singapore um, opens up more. Yeah, there is that slightly more optimistic tone. And you pointed out a few things and the word inflation. This um, being reflected in higher prices for many things. How will this affect businesses in Singapore when you think about the latest inflation numbers coming through? I believe yesterday we had 1.5%. Uh, that was above expectations of 1.3%. Uh, what will this mean for the growth expectations going forward? Yeah, sure. So uh, you're right. You know, we're already seeing this rising price pressure coming through. I mean, recently, especially given the spike in energy prices, 
And um, as Singapore opens up, um, you know, private consumption recovers, uh, domestic demand recovers to pre-pandemic level next year, then we're probably going to see more sort of, uh, of this pass-through um, of uh, wage costs to inflation next year um, when we see, you know, more normalizing of domestic demand. But I think the central bank, the MAS, was being very preemptive um, at, mm. um, you know, defied market expectations um, last month. Um, and it started its uh, uh, tightening cycle um, in October. Yeah, I'm looking at the dollar versus Sing dollar now, 1.365 per, uh, per dollar. So that is um, quite high, um, looking at what we've been in the past few months. And if you look at what we have in terms of downside risk factors, I am looking at China being mm-hmm. quite a big part of the narrative. There is a property downturn there, uh, energy mm-hmm. crunch. What's your view on how much of that will affect Singapore? Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess on China, well, there are this sort of short-term policy-induced growth headwinds. But I think one thing that we also need to keep in mind is that there may be also sort of this new growth engines, and this is what the authorities have been trying to do, you know, to sort of fill the growth gap, um, like what they have been doing with uh, green finance. So uh, I think this sort of uh, impact, I mean, it's not going to only affect Singapore, it's going to be a global issue. Okay, and of course, the other downside risks um, that the MTI has highlighted, COVID-19 trajectory, supply chain mm-hmm. disruptions, uh, mm-hmm. inflation, we just talked about that, and also geopolitical uncertainty. Um, looking ahead, um, Yindu, what are, how worried are you about these um, concerns coming through? This is um, something that's been talked about for quite some time. Yeah, I mean, um, for uh, for Singapore for 2022, actually, we think that you know Singapore is poised for a quite robust recovery um, in uh, in the years ahead, and that's because I mean, mainly, uh, really, uh, because Singapore has is in this sort of strong position to reopen its economy uh, sustainably, and thanks to its high vaccination rate. Um, and I mean, not to forget, you know, Singapore is the very first Asian country to have achieved that seventy uh, percent full vaccination benchmark. And that really paved the way for sustained uh, reopening. Mm. And, you know, domestically, yes, we are seeing, you know, lingering this transition period, lingering uh, COVID-19 pandemic. But I think, you know, sort of uh, in the medium term, I think Singapore is going to emerge stronger. All right. I'm Chairman Yun Liu. She is the ASEAN economist at HSBC, helping us to break down the latest third quarter GDP numbers for Singapore. Yun, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.